Yo, yo, welcome to the Let's Talk Sport podcast with myself, Connor, and the boy, Jacob. Yo, it's your boy, Jeffrey XD. Uh, um, man, what a time to be alive. You know, summer sports in full swing, and I guess... Is that a this... cricket pun? Maybe. Um, and I guess this podcast will be dedicated to, you know, bringing... Everyone updates the sport around the world and, you know, some in-depth analysis about what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon we should do an in-depth analysis on, like, women's volleyball or something. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, may- maybe maybe another episode. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, let's get started. The Rugby World Cup, uh, South Africa beating England. Yeah, I'll be um, honest, I didn't expect that. Yeah, after after England's performance on or oh, against the All Blacks, I yeah. thought they had it in the bag. It was but, a um, tactical master plan. Yeah, against the All Blacks. Exactly. So it looked like in the in the final they were just a bit stumped. They didn't know what to do. I'll be honest, I didn't watch the final. The only game I watched was the England versus New Zealand game. Right. I'll be honest, I was just laughing the whole time. Like, I was kind of excited to see New Zealand lose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't win it every year, otherwise it gets a bit boring. Yeah, it's boring, doesn't just it? repetitive. And, yeah. like, they didn't, like, they lost badly as well. It wasn't a close match at all. They weren't in it at any point. Yeah. I think the, the All Blacks just never really found their, their rhythm. It was a bit... Yeah, it, it it wasn't a good game to watch from a New Zealand perspective, but that's all right. Yeah, and then enough. good job. I think there's a lot of uh, talk about the what ifs. Like, say England had played how they did in the final against New Zealand. Yeah, would we have won? And then that being said, we beat South Africa in the semis. So, you know. It's, anyway, it's, yeah. it is what it is. Good job, it, South Africa. It's kind of like you can't you can't script the game. Because, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would have put all my money on England for the final. Yeah, I I think England were heavy favourites after you know their yeah. clinical win over the All Blacks. But at, who did you think was going to win the World Cup at the start of the World Cup? I I thought, um, well, obviously being New Zealand, I reckon New Zealand could have done it. Yeah, but I thought the Welsh, the Welsh could have done it. Yeah. Um, but there were like I think there was a group of about six teams that were all, you know, it could have been anyone's yeah day on the night. So, I, you know, I was I was rooting for Ireland the whole time. And oh yeah, it was it was a shocker of a group stage. Mm. Um, I think Japan got so lucky. I mean, they definitely uh, helped themselves with the scheduling. They only play weekend games, got the biggest yeah. rest. Um. It was a good run by them, to be fair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think Ireland were just a bit surprised. I think they took Japan too lightly, which, yeah. you know, good on Japan for making it that far. And I suppose it's exciting for, like, future, see what they could do. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah. How well, many, like, many all-blacks are retiring? Isn't there quite a few? I think there's five, five or, yeah. that are going overseas because Karen Reid's going. 
Ryan Crotty, Ben Smith, Mark Todd, and there's one other. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. Um, and then, and obviously, Steve Hansen is going as well. Had another one of the coaching staff, I think. Who do you think is um, going to become the new uh, coach? I don't know. I think there's talk about that Warren Gatlin guy, isn't there? Um, the yes. Wales coach? Yeah, there is. I think um, Scott Robertson from the Crusaders. Oh, yep. Deserves it, to be fair. Yeah. I remember yeah. Um, I used to watch, like, because growing up, I used to watch heaps of Crusaders. I used to watch heaps of Canterbury because my dad yeah. was like a Christchurch boy and made and watched that. And then, like, um, I remember one day I was in town and Canterbury had just beat Wellington in the final in Wellington. And I oh, just yeah. saw Scott Robertson doing his breakdown, uh, break dance on the wharf. Yeah. Real funny. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. I think. I think there's a question that a lot of people ask. Is Steve Hansen and all the other All Blacks coaches like Graham Hendry in the past, are they so successful because they're good coaches or because they've got a, such a good team? I think it's because they've got a mega team, to be fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, how much can you coach professional athletes? So I, like, from our, in our sport, a coach is someone who, like, teaches you new skills and all that. Yeah. But when you're a, an all black or a professional athlete, there's not much you can like be yeah. taught. You can um you can only improve if you have good players around you as well. That's yeah. why it works for the all blacks because if you put an average player in the all black squad with 14 other really good men around them, yeah. that one player they'll become good during the game. Yeah. And that's why you see like who say like Canada or something. They've all got average players, and yeah. that's why they didn't perform. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think, yeah, no, I, I don't know, because if you went up to Richie McCaw and he makes a poor tackle, you he's like, he's going to know what he did wrong and what he needs to do next time. Yeah. So I suppose the coach is there for strategy. Maybe, maybe they're the guys who analyze all the other teams and go, okay, here's what you do well and here's where they struggle, so target those areas. Ah. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what the England coach has done very well. I don't know yeah. his name, but um, he's definitely he's watched the All Blacks before the semi-final and he's yeah. done a masterclass. Yeah. Mm. Did you see, though, um, in the final, when England came second, they all took their, their medals off? I didn't see that, but... Um, I've seen many other teams do that in other sports, you know. Yeah, they uh I don't know. I think that's a little bit... Um, did they say why they did it? Uh, I, I, from my understanding, it was... Um, they were embarrassed or something that they yeah. were... Um, that they came second. So I, I think they've just been a bit sore losers, really. I mean... I've seen many other like um, teams do that where they feel like it's either like they feel like they should have won or like the referees has screwed them or something or they feel like they've let their country down a lot. Yeah. And that's why like they're not proud to wear it. Yeah. I think, I don't know, They like lots of teams if they came second would be super happy. And obviously I don't think the ref 
Uh, I mean, the the score, what was it? It was like 35, 32-12. Yeah, 32-12. So I don't think there's much the referee had done to, you know, rob the English as such. No. I mean, how many... Didn't one guy get, what was it, uh, four penalty kicks in the first half that gave South Africa the lead? Something like that. I'm not exactly sure. I don't... I feel like... um, it's not the best game if I mean they at the end they didn't have to rely uh, rely on those. But I feel like if you win by just um, only scoring penalty kicks, I feel like that's a bit cheap. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't think the ref like had the perfect game. But you know, then again, no referee ever is going to have the perfect game. No. So. But oh well. I think the English should have. You know. Taking their medals, taking it on the chin that they were beaten by the better team on the night, and yeah, definitely. I mean, that's what the All Blacks did. Exactly. They um, throughout the interviews, it was always England were the better team. Yeah. So, I don't know. It is what it is. Good job, South Africa. And I guess that's yeah. all we really have to say about the World Cup. Mm. Where's Where's the next one? I think it's France, twenty twenty three. That that would that would be good for France though. A bit yeah, of home yeah, I reckon. And yeah, because mm. where did they come? Quarterfinals. Yeah, yeah, I think so. They lost to Wales, Wales. twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was that close game. France are an interesting team because they're always there, but they're not. Yeah, like there was the twenty eleven World Cup and the final. They made the final. Yep, yeah. and that was a good game. The final that was close. Definitely. Mm. I think that's the lowest scoring rugby game I've ever watched. Yeah, but, yeah. I don't think I really understood rugby enough because twenty eleven, what we would have been nine to understand. Uh, yeah, but I yeah. think yeah, no, that was good. That was good. Right, next on the agenda, Sebastian. Oh, not Sebastian. Lewis Hamilton wins his sixth world championship in the Formula One. Um, yep, got on him. He did it in the U.S. Grand Prix just this morning, which I believe is the second to last race of the calendar. I think they've got Abu Dhabi. Oh no, two more. So he's clinched it in the United States, so he doesn't really have to worry about his the next two races. He can just go do whatever he does. <clears throat> but he's a pretty pretty exceptional driver. That guy. And I don't really follow the racing, but I looked it up before because you were telling me that he won his six. Yeah. And I, I looked up Lewis Hamilton, and the first thing that came up was the United States uh, Grand Prix, and it says that he's come second. I was all confused, but it's the points. Yeah. It goes by points, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. So he's... Oh, do they, they race for an hour and a half. That's quite Yeah, long. all the races are pretty long. Yeah. Um, I watched some of, some of the race because it was at a decent time, and... Yeah, it was it was good. He came second, so his teammate Valtteri Bottas won. But honestly, like Mercedes have just been streaks ahead for most of the season. Um, oh, the both Mercedes, yeah. After the summer break, like Ferrari came out strong after the summer break with oh, what was it? I think Bel. Yeah, the first race back was Belgium. Belgium, which was. Yeah, Ferrari won about three races in a row, I think. And then 
Yeah, something they did over the summer really helped them back into it. And it's a shame, I thought, because if Ferrari had you know, worked on their strategy or their package before the summer break, I think the like, overall standings might have been a bit closer because they sort of yeah. had a slow start. But, oh, well, big up Mercedes and Lewis there's Hamilton. No, there's no New Zealanders on the standings I'm seeing. Nah, there was last year, no. Brandon Hartley, yeah. but he was a bit... It's a bit average, I think. So he got kicked out. But I, th- I think it's hard in like Formula One because it's really Me- Mercedes, Hamilton, uh, Mercedes, Ferrari, and Red Bull that sort of win every week. Which I suppose yeah. I've got the most money and all that. But and who's at the bottom? You've got like um, drivers from Renault. Oh yeah. And, uh, Williams. Oh, the Williams team. Yeah, they're funny. <laughs> so. Is is it all about the car or is it all about the driver? Nah, it's all think? about the car. Yeah. I think if you put Lewis Hamilton and swapped him with the guy in the Williams car, that Robert Kubica guy, yeah. I think Hamilton... Oh, I don't know. I did, Yeah, definitely Mercedes, they're just way quicker. Um, obviously, the car, they've got more power and they've got more money so they can develop all their parts. Yeah, well, the Rebecca guy, uh, Kabika, he got lapped twice. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think all these guys are good drivers. Um, so once Hamilton moves on, you know, there'll be a spot for one of the other young guys to come in and um, win world championships. But I saw in an interview before, he was he was saying he hasn't reached his peak. So. Right. How old is he's he? He's thirty four. Oh, okay. So that's that's pretty impressive, and I don't know if that's just something he's saying to you know, oh, I don't not intimidate, but you know, get in the other drivers' heads that he's still got more to give, or if he's just just saying that. Hmm. Yeah. But bit of a shame for uh, Sebastian Vettel, whose suspension failed today, so he he didn't finish, which is a. Bit annoying when you see things like that happen, but oh well. It's like um, Lightning McQueen <laughs> didn't go into the pits, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's my take on driving. Yeah, right there. fair enough. The cars moving. Yeah, I mean, Ferrari. That's red. Lightning McQueen was red. So. Yeah. yeah. Left turn. Left. Yeah. Left. <laughs> oh no. Hmm. Did you see the Phoenix game? I did, and I'll tell you right now, I was not happy. Yeah, I have, <laughs> I have heard that there was a bit of a dispute about... Yeah, so what's happened is um, there's been a cross come in, um, and it's come off Louis Fenton's chest, uh-huh. and then uh, the referee's given it as a penalty, and... Um, Louis confused, but then he just laughs it off because he's like, oh, they'll check the VAR yeah. and they'll see it just hit my chest. But then they check the VAR and they still give it as a penalty. When you so, clearly see in the VAR yeah. that it was off his chest. Yeah. Apparently, though, it was like confusion. Like the referee, they like, um, he lost control of the decision or something and it was all up to the fourth official. Right. Um, apparently, it hits his chest, but then glances off his hand like just slightly but yeah. um that's not a penalty anyway because it's just a deflection yeah because it, it comes off his chest 
So I'm not sure. Have you seen the? Oh, I'm just watching. I'm I'm just watching the the replay now. Louis, well, um, Sky Sports they come onto the pitch right after the game yeah. and they get Louis Fenton, and <laughs> it's funny. Louis Fenton, he just starts swearing yeah. on live TV. Yeah. Oh, you can see the replay clearly. Like, I mean, it might have brushed his hand, but it's yeah, it's but, come off his chest. I don't think that's a penalty. Yeah, no, it's it's not any day. Yeah, and it's it's a shame because in the A League they've almost got every VAR decision right. Yeah. up until now, and it just completely changes the game because um, it was only two one at the time. Yeah. Um, the game ended three two. So, but you can't say like, oh, it should have been two all yeah. because if they didn't score a pin, you didn't know what was. Yeah, going to exactly. Happen. But it, it looked like the Phoenix could get back into it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just don't understand how you can get VAR wrong. I suppose. Yeah, like... because there's four guys in a room just watching TV. All of all they've got to do is watch a replay at full speed or in slow motion. Yeah, and. They managed. They managed to get it wrong so many times. Yeah. Especially in the like Premier League, that's that's where um, most of the upsets are. Yeah. Especially like today, where uh, people on Twitter are just going at VAR right now. Yeah. Like Jamie Carragher, all of them people. Hmm. So Everton oh, had a draw with Tottenham. It's not bad. Yeah, not bad. Good goal by Sink Tosin to tie it up. You see, Chong um, Min Son and uh, Andre Gomez had a bit of collision. Oh, yes. I've seen Andre Gomez is going to have surgery. He's done some yeah. fractures to his ankle, I think, which is a bit of a shame. It's a, it is a shame, but I'm not sure it was a red card offence. Right. It's um, a shame that like the injuries happened, but yeah. um, Martin Atkinson, he's given the yellow card to Son but then he's gone over and looked at the injury and then given a red card. You can't um, you can't give a red yeah. card based on injury when the tackle was yeah. just a yellow. Yeah. I mean, let, let me look at the Premier League table right now because that draw should leave Tottenham and Everton still down pretty far, does yeah. it not? Um, you've got... Tottenham in 11th. They've actually gone up a couple places today then. And Everton 17th. Three points off relegation. <laughs> right, but yeah. But to be fair, Man United, five points off relegation. Yeah. Oh, it's still early days in the season, isn't it? Yeah, 11 matches in. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Eight games away from halfway there. You've got, what is it, 10 points separating um, fourth place and 13th place. Mm -hmm. And then you've got, uh, what is it? Um, um, Six points separating 17th 17th to fifth. So that's not that many points. 10 points to get into top four and uh, six points to go down. It's really not that much. So it's going to be a really exciting season because... Uh, it's all about will Liverpool slip up? Yeah, and I don't think they will. No, nah, they've been playing pretty well. Yeah, definitely. The last few matches, pretty lucky, but they'll they'll, they'll improve. I reckon. I reckon they'll make a January signing as well that'll yeah. um, get them across the line. Yeah. 
and stuff. I, I mean, like you know, Liverpool aren't the fan favourites. I mean, I mean, everyone. I don't know. Everyone has their opinions on who they who they like, and Liverpool seem to cop a fair bit of. Yeah, no, nobody nobody likes Liverpool. No. Nobody wants them to win. Yeah. Nobody wants them to have the bragging rights of um like because that's the thing that all Premier League fans always had on Liverpool is you haven't won the Premier League. Yeah, and they're gonna they're probably gonna do it this season. Hmm. Ten wins, one draw, zero losses. Yeah. Although they they played well, was it that Arsenal game that was like five five all after coming down from... five all? Um, yeah. But to, that was that was a cup match, and yeah. there were some pretty weak teams as well. Yeah, true. But the, Arsenal, what was it? It was four two at one point, maybe. Yeah. yeah. They give up. They've given up so many leads. Yeah. Oh they, my. Two nil up against Tottenham at home. Two nil up against. Crystal Palace at home, mm-hmm. and uh, yesterday one 0 up against Wolves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd take a draw over a loss, though, as you know. Exactly. That. Yeah. Who do you think, out of all the teams, um, you know, who are up there with them? Man City, Leicester, Man City, Chelsea, Leicester, Arsenal, Chelsea. or yeah. not so much Arsenal. But who do you think, out of all of them, have the power to to beat Liverpool? Um, I think I think City City will beat Liverpool at at home. Yeah, I don't know about away. Yeah. I reckon. I to be honest, yeah, I think that's the only time Liverpool will lose Man City away. I don't I don't see anybody else beating them. Maybe I think have yeah Liverpool have already played Leicester and Liverpool won in like the ninety fifth minute with a penalty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't. I just don't see anyone other than City beating them. Mm. I think, I reckon, like City need an upset loss against Liverpool to get them back into it. Because if they like City, Liverpool yeah. just keep going, you know, winning their games. Then who who City lost to? They've lost to uh, Norwich, which massive upset. Yeah, exactly. Um, They've lost to one other team. I can't find it right now, but they they sometimes they just lose to silly teams. Yeah. Like last season, they lost to Crystal Palace at home as well, mm. and Crystal Palace are oh, a they lost team to Wolves. This season, they lost to Wolves. I think so. All right. Was it seventh or tenth? No. That can't have been it. Oh, oh, yes, it was. No, no, that's where am I looking? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they... oh yeah, oh that was the um, Adama Traore, um, ninety six FIFA pace, just two <laughs> eighty minute counter attack goals. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're if you're the champions, two two years in a row, you can't be losing to Wolves at home. Yeah, and newly promoted teams. That's embarrassing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think they just took them all too lightly. Like that's what the big teams do. They're like. Oh, yeah, we'll just another easy win. And I think all yeah. the lower teams, they've got nothing to lose, so they they play as hard as they can. That's why you've got, um, what is it, Sheffield, Sheffield United, sixth place with the best defensive record in the league. Yeah. Fight with Leicester. I mean, it's, yeah, you can't script the football. Exactly. But um, I think underestimating opponents is natural 
for some teams. Yeah. Like I'd say probably Man City, they underestimate the most. But you just can't do you can't afford to do that. Mm. Especially in top flight football. Yeah, definitely. Righty. So should we move on? Last topic. The Logan Paul KSI fight. Ooh, so excited. That's going to be good. What's the date today? It's the 4th. The 4th. So, I always forget what time it is in New Zealand, but I think it is on um, It's on uh, Sunday the 10th in New Zealand at maybe 6pm, the main fight. Oh, right. Oh, that's that's easy time then. Yeah, it is. It's quite a good time. Mm. And um, who, who do you think is going to win? Have you been following? I, I've watched the 40 days. Yeah. And then I also watched Logan Paul's documentary thing last night. Yeah, I also did. I thought, you know, in Logan's documentary when he um, he showed highlights of the the fight. Yeah. That he showed a lot more of him uh, throwing hits on KSI than him taking hits. So I don't yeah. know if that's like a full representation of how the fight went. But he made it look like that he, he won because he... Yeah, well, he yeah he did do that. He um, yeah, but um, also, oh, what was it? But they're both looking very uh big, especially yes. Logan. He is looking Logan's huge. looking big as well. Yeah, yeah goodness. I think in in his documentary, um, Logan intensified a lot of the sounds. Like whenever like the English press conference and the fight, he intensified the sound of the booing. Yeah. Because I remember there there wasn't that much, but he in the documentary he made it really loud. Yeah. Yeah, he, he yeah. He he I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, did you find it sad? The documentary? Kinda. Well, I mean he's because in it he talks about um the Suicide Forest events, and he talks about um, how he was going through a very low time yeah. uh, afterwards. Yeah, I think because that was the start of 2018, eh? So, yeah, almost two years ago, he has come back from that. And I think most people have sort of, well, I wouldn't say shrugged it off, but have you know understood that he is genuinely apologetic about what he did. Yeah, but I yeah, I don't uh, know. I th- I still haven't. I still haven't moved past it. I'm still unforgiving. Yeah, of I, what he's done. It was pretty stupid what he did. Yeah, I think and all the all the fame of you know daily uploads and all that stuff definitely got to his head, thinking yeah. he can do whatever he wants. It's just a really stupid decision to film a dead body, yeah. laugh at it, and then put it on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, mean. I don't understand what was going through their heads when they were editing it and decided to upload it. Like there must yeah. have been at least six of them in his crew. Yeah, exactly. And they're just like, oh, we'll just put a disclaimer, guys. In the next twenty seconds, we're gonna put a dead body up. Yeah, so, uh, just just letting you know. Yeah, like his channel is for like nine year olds. Yeah, like realistically <laughs> yeah, at yeah. the time, it was for nine year olds, and he's just gonna put a dead body up on the screen. Yeah, it's it's a madness. Yeah, I think the fight, it's anyone's uh, up for grabs. They're both... Yeah, I think love... I think Logan definitely has the advantage with his reach, his yeah. height. Um, but I think JJ, he's definitely taking his training 
a lot more serious than Logan. Yeah. I mean, Logan's just got a boxing ring in his backyard. That's all I've seen um, from his training. Yeah. And KSI, he's gone to Vegas. He's isolated himself. Um, and he's he's fighting, he's sparring really good opponents in training as yeah. well. Because Logan, he's just um, sparring anyone in his backyard. Like, yeah. whoever he finds in his house, he'll tell them, put on some gloves and let's just go. JJ's actually fighting big guys, taller guys, because he needs to learn. Mm. I think they've both got massive egos, oh my. Yeah. Who um, do you think's got more to lose? I don't know. I think when if they both lose... It'll be like they'll both be seriously embarrassed, but I don't think it will ruin anyone's career as such. Like, right. I think JJ, oh, they'll both talk themselves up big time. Yeah. <laughs> so, at the end of the day, I think, I think Logan. Oh, I don't know. I think I think that JJ has more to lose yeah. based on um, the fact that he was the one who like, called them because... out. Yeah, and because he said, I want to go pro, Yeah, like, after this. Yeah. They're both pro fighters now. Yeah. But after, he wants to go further, and Logan hasn't said that, and so that's why I feel like he's got more to lose. Yeah. And I feel like um, one thing I noticed in the documentary is, like, after the first fight, when Logan is, like, to him, yo, you're not my enemy, and he thanks him for saving his career, because JJ has saved his career yeah. by calling him out and giving him that chance to do something rather than just try and work his way back into daily vlogs, yeah. which wasn't going to happen. Yeah. And so, but now Logan's like, oh, like, you're the villain and I want to kill you in the ring. That's what he's saying yeah. in all the press conferences. So it's like a really big contrast. Mm. Oh, I just can't wait. Oh, yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah. I thought, yeah, big ups to both of them going pro and, you know, losing the headgear and the smaller gloves. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, that's why I think uh, JJ, the smaller gloves, man, Logan's going to feel it this time. Yeah. He didn't feel it properly in the first fight because JJ's got so much power. Yeah. And the one thing Logan needed to improve on, which he, he's been training for a year and a half now because he didn't stop. Mm. And so I reckon he's got the stamina now because that's what let him down yeah. in the last fight. He had no stamina at all. Third round, he was tired. Yeah, JJ definitely won the last few rounds. JJ see. could have gone seven rounds, I reckon. Seven or eight. Yeah. Mm, I think it'll be good. It'll be exciting. Yep, we'll do a special podcast. To, yeah, yeah. We re- recap it recap. the next day or something. Yep. yep. Sounds like a plan. Alrighty, I think that's all we have have time for today. Cheers for yes. listening. Hope to see you next week when we recap the fight. And yeah. Let's go, champ. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See you later. Ciao.